You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Radical Disruption. I am currently on a podcast marathon. I've been sitting in my closet now recording episodes for several hours, and it's kind of weird to think about. (laughs) It's just really kind of weird to think about. Like, oh yeah, I'm just sitting in my closet talking to myself for several hours in my closet for several hours. You know, I'm like, this is kind of weird. And then once the episode actually launches and you can actually hear it and listen to it, it makes it feel a lot more normal because I'm like, oh, people are actually listening to this. But until it's actually like launched, I'm like, this is so weird that I'm just sitting here in my closet for hours on end by myself recording things, talking to basically a wall. So anyways, (laughs) those are my feelings right now as I'm on this podcast marathon, recording all sorts of episodes for you. But with all that being said, today's episode is on how to get customers with zero dollars. And the reason why this came about is because I get asked all the time how I've been able to grow a multi six figure business with zero ad spend and very little marketing expenses. So I don't run ads. I have not ran paid ads ever in my business. I ran paid ads when I did network marketing for a little bit, but once I stopped doing network marketing, I didn't run paid ads anymore, so I've never ran paid ads for what I'm currently doing in my business. So ever since I started my business, I've never ran paid ads. So with that being said, though, what are the very little marketing expenses that I do have? I just want to say that these marketing expenses are not necessary whatsoever. They were totally optional. And the marketing expenses have just been giveaways to give back to my community and customers as a thank you for supporting me. So I'll run giveaways. I actually run giveaways mainly inside of my offers. So people who are already customers, but I also probably like twice per year will run giveaways to like my community on Instagram. And those will be to just give away products or I guess offers or services would be a better term because I don't really have products. Well, actually, I have actually given away products. They were obviously were not my products because I don't have any products, but I gave away a computer stand, a ring light, some flip sticks before, and I don't know, some other random things, a phone case or something like that. So I've given away products just for fun, just some of my favorite products that I use daily. I've given those away before, but most of the time when I'm doing giveaways, it is like a free year of IG University, which is valued at $450, or I'll give away like a free masterclass or I don't know. I've given away all sorts of free things, but that's usually where my marketing expenses come in. And so again, they're not necessary marketing expenses. I mean, I do think that they are necessary because I think it's important to let your community know that you are grateful for them and your customers to know that you're grateful for their support. But at the end of the day, like, could you live without doing that? Yeah, 110%. So basically, well, I'm not basically, but I mean, kind of in a way, I've had zero marketing expenses because I haven't ran ads. And the marketing expenses that I have had 
were mainly for like current customers and they weren't to like increase my reach, if that makes sense. But I have had some actually pretty recently. I didn't do this necessarily a lot last year, but this year in 2023, I have ran, I want to say like five, no, probably not five, uh, probably like three giveaways inside of my offers where my customers had to do like post about something on social media and tag me in order to like enter into the giveaway. And so that actually did increase my reach. And so that's another reason too why I do call them marketing expenses because giveaways definitely are marketing expenses. But again, they're not super necessary marketing expenses. So anyways, I have zero ad spend marketing, but I do have other marketing expenses but also they're not totally necessary and I didn't always do them. Like, especially at the beginning of my business, I probably didn't start doing giveaways until I hit like, I want to say consistent 40K months in my business. So I scaled to basically multi six figures without ever having any sort of marketing expenses. So how did I do it? (laughs) That is what you're here for. And that's the question that I'm going to hopefully answer for you. And there are really five main things when it comes to attracting customers with zero dollars. And I'm going to walk you through those five things. But I just want to say that there's always like multiple layers underneath these things. Like, for example, number one is attraction marketing. And I'm going to explain what that is in just a second. But in order for attraction marketing to work, you actually need to have an offer that people want to buy. And in order for you to have an offer that people want to buy, you need to be selling an offer so that people know about the offer. And so again, there's like multiple layers to this. And I'm not going to dive like that deep into all of the layers because we would be here for quite literally hours. But I just want you to know like these are the five main overarching things that really help you to gain customers with zero dollars. But again, there's always more to the story because as a business, it's just, we're just multi, multi-layered, I guess, kind of like an onion. <laughs> business is kind of like an onion. There's always, you peel back one layer and you learn it and then there's more layers to learn. So with all that being said, that's my kind of disclaimer going into this. But number one is attraction marketing. And attraction marketing is providing value before asking for the buy. And what I mean by asking for the buy is asking someone to buy. So your ideal client, any viewers, that's what I'm talking about. Before I dive deeper into this, though, I just have to say, believe me, I hate Instagram sometimes too. But guess what? It is a platform that we can post on for free and grow our businesses to literally as big as we want. The sky is the limit. There actually isn't even a limit. So the sky isn't even the limit. How freaking cool is that? Like, I know you're probably thinking right now, I have 50 frustrations with Instagram. My engagement is low or there's glitches or there's trolls or all of the above and this all sucks and I hate Instagram. But like actually just think about that for a second, how cool it is that we get to be on social media, whether it's Instagram or TikTok or uh, YouTube or any of those other platforms for free. Obviously, they have paid like features and things like that. Like Instagram has meta verified now and all of that good stuff, but those are all optional, right? So like you get to be on this platform for free and grow a six-figure, multi-six-figure, seven-figure, seven-plus-figure business, eight-figure, nine-figure, like what? Are you joking me? That's so cool. So anyways, just <laughs> just a random side note, you know, as always, if you're listening to, if you've ever listened to any of my episodes, you know that I'm full of tangents. So but attraction marketing, the reason why I wanted to bring that up though is because I do think that we get frustrated or at least I get frustrated sometimes with Instagram 
But at the end of the day, this is the platform where I've not only been able to build my business, but to sustain a very, very successful business. It's social media. It's social media, how I've been able to really do it. And this is, I mean, these aren't ranked necessarily in order of importance, but I would say that attraction marketing is probably the number one thing in my business that I've been able to really utilize to attract customers for zero dollars and again, make so much freaking money. But I love what HubSpot said about attraction marketing. They said, Home Depot is a good example of attraction marketing. The home supply company offers weekly classes and DIY workshops on how to use their equipment, offering free value to prospects without forcing them to purchase anything. These weekly classes build loyalty and trust, which makes their products or services more attractive to their audience and more likely to purchase from them. Ultimately, offering content that's accessible and valuable to the customer piques their interest in your product or service and builds your reputation. And I just think that that hits the nail right on the head. And that's why being on social media and posting content is so, so, so important is because of this attraction marketing piece where you're able to provide this value for free, asking nothing in return. And that is so important. That is so, 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 so important. Like post and don't expect anything in return because here's the other thing too. Your audience doesn't owe you anything. Your followers don't owe you anything. Post value And I promise you, I promise you, this is something that I deeply, 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 deeply believe. When you provide value, people are going to come back to you. You are going to build such a successful business when you've built your business on providing value and asking nothing in return. I know it's a weird concept and believe me, it takes work and it takes time and it's something that most people aren't willing to do because of those things because it takes work and it takes time. But it is one of the best ways to possibly build a business and a sustainable business and a business that like you are the go to for people at the end of the day is by providing value and not asking anything in return. And and now you're probably thinking, okay, well, if I post on social media, then I can never talk about my offer or sell my offer because then I'm asking something in return. That's not necessarily what I'm meaning. Like there's definitely a a time and a place to sell. And I definitely believe in selling daily, but also like, where are you selling when it comes to your content on your feed? I can't remember if I've explained this or if I've shared this in the podcast before, but if I have, I will be sharing it again because I just think it's so important. I, I really view Instagram in two pieces. You have your feed, which is where the value goes. No selling there. That's where the value is. And then you have your stories, your highlights, your direct messages, your live videos, all those other things. That's that's in the second category there. So you have your feed and then you have all those other things. All those other things are really great places to sell. Your feed though is where the value comes in. And the reason why is because you want your feed to be that thing that builds trust and loyalty and attracts your audience at the end of the day, it helps you to build your reputation and piques interest in your offer by just the sheer value that you provide and the quality of the value that you provide at the end of the day. So another reason though, why I believe in looking at Instagram in these two different pieces is because your feed is oftentimes people's first interaction to your business. And so you want that first interaction to, again, if it's going to be attraction marketing, to start by providing the value before you're asking for the buy. And so I see a lot of times people utilizing their feed to sell and sell and sell and sell and sell and sell and sell. sell. Here's my offer. Here's my offer. Here's my offer. Here's my offer. 
what happens is you're not utilizing attraction marketing because you're not providing value before asking for the buy. And so when you utilize your Instagram account in these two parts, you're providing value and these new eyes are seeing the value that you provide. And then when they move into other places like your email list and your highlights or your what, stories, your direct messages, and you start to sell to them, you've already built hopefully that reputation and loyalty and trust with them because of your content on your feed. So then they're like, of course I'm going to buy, or you don't even have to pitch them to buy. They're just ready. They're already asking questions and they're they're literally basically handing you their money. And it's going to take time though, right? It's going to take time. When you build your business in this way, it takes time and it takes effort. And that's why most people don't want to do it. Most people are looking for that instant gratification, but attraction marketing takes time, but it works. It works. It works. It works so, so, so successfully. And this is how I've been able to build pretty much my entire business is through attraction marketing on Instagram. And the more that you utilize this concept or I guess this technique of attraction marketing of providing value before asking for the buy, you're going to also start to grow your exposure, your presence, your visibility on social media and more eyes equals more leads, right? And so the more that you grow, the more eyes are on your business and the more potential that you have for sales as long as you're utilizing those other places on Instagram like I was talking about, like your highlights and your stories and building up your email list to sell your offers you're going to be very, very, very successful in your business. And so because I've been able to really focus on providing value and not asking anything in return from my community, then that is how I've been able to build my business. And so looking back on my journey, you know, I grew from 4K to 10K in two weeks after posting 120 times on Instagram. 120 times on Instagram I posted. That's 120 pieces of valuable content where I did not ask anything in return for that content. I didn't I didn't ever ask them to purchase anything from me because I had nothing for them to purchase from me. I just provided the value. And even when I hit 10k on Instagram, I still didn't have anything for people to buy from me because I had no offers at the time. And so I was still providing value. And I can't remember exactly like in terms of like the exact amount of posts, but I would assume it was probably around like 140 posts within a probably about a four-ish, maybe three and a half month period of time before I started selling, before I started asking for the buy And that's how I have been able to build such a successful business is because it's always value first. That is my motto is value first and really value always. Like if you're listening to this podcast or if you've ever listened to any of my episodes in this podcast or if you've ever humped on any of my free trainings, these are all value packed and I'm giving it to you for free. And I'm not asking you anything in return except for at the end when I ask you to leave a review. (laughs) But like, I'm not asking you to buy anything, right? Like uh, sometimes you'll hear me mention my offers. Like in the last episode, at the end, I mentioned IG University. And I think I also mentioned it maybe at the beginning, but I wasn't like, hi, go purchase IG University. You know, it it was just mentioning it. And again, with this episode or with any of my episodes at the end, you will hear me say, please leave a review or rating or whatever. I honestly don't even remember what I say. I recorded that so many months ago. I don't even know what it says, but you get what I'm saying. It's like, I'm providing so much value. I post 
multiple times per week on Instagram. I post on TikTok. I post on Pinterest. And yes, I do post different content on TikTok and on Pinterest as well. And I have an email list where I send out a valuable email every single week, every single Thursday in my email list. I'm sending out a valuable email every single Tuesday. I'm dropping a valuable podcast episode. I'm providing so much value And that's how I've been able to build such a successful business. And it's because of attraction marketing. It's because by providing that value and asking nothing in return, I'm building loyalty, I'm building trust. And it's my business is becoming more attractive to people. And I think another reason too, I mean, I don't know this as a fact, but just just my personal opinion and just as consumers, how we are in today's world, and we I say we because me included, we're kind of sick of being pitched to all the time of like, hey, purchase this, hey, purchase this, hey, purchase this. You know, it's like, okay, I get it. Like you have offers. And sometimes like I'll even join free masterclasses every once in a while. I don't do this a lot anymore, but especially at the beginning of my business, I'd join these free masterclasses or free trainings or free challenges. And, you know, I'd get to the end of this masterclass. Well, not even the end, what I would consider like the middle of a masterclass, But like 30 minutes in, you know, they spent 10 minutes sharing their story and then they provided like 20 minutes of value and then they pitched their offer for like 30 minutes, right? And so there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like 100% pitch your offer, share your offer, but also really thinking about how much value have you provided people before you're asking them for the buy at the end of the day. So just something to think about. But attraction marketing, again, this is the biggest thing that I've been able to utilize to build a business and attract customers with literally zero dollars. And it's because we have the ability to be on social media and be on a platform that is free at the end of the day. And I mean, even email marketing, which I'm going to dive deeper into email marketing in point number four. So I'm not going to hit on this too heavily, but like email marketing, even it's technically not free. I mean, depending on the platform that you're on, you might be able to utilize like a free version or whatever for like, I don't even know, probably tell your first a thousand subscribers. But even after that, like it's not that expensive. And so you can also do attraction marketing through your email list too. All right. Number two is putting myself in places where I am seen and allows me to showcase my expertise. And so something that's been really important for me all along in my journey has been, again, like I said, putting myself in places where I am able to be seen by different audiences. And so this doesn't just mean like collaborations on social media, like live collabs or real collabs. Yes, those are important too, but also like in other platforms and other settings, like being a guest on a podcast episode, I can't even count. I I think I'm up to like 20, maybe 25 guest episodes in terms of podcasts, like think about how many hours I've given for free to people to be exposed to their audience and being able to showcase my expertise. Like most of those podcast episodes are an hour long. That's 25 hours of my time where I'm putting myself out there to be exposed and be seen and showcase my expertise because I know again that it's going to help me to build my business. Other things are being a guest, like a guest speaker in a like a mastermind or a membership or a course, wherever people offer guest speaking opportunities. I've been a guest in multiple other people's, I don't even know what that's called, like communities, I guess. And that's that's gained a lot of exposure for my business. And again, allowing me to showcase my expertise by teaching on a topic that I am an expert in. 
and it allows people to connect with me, but it also allows me to start with value and always provide value first, right? And other things could be, and I haven't done these things, but other things could be like a guest blog post or PR opportunities like being featured in a magazine. Oftentimes, PR opportunities, I'm definitely not a PR expert in any shape or form, (laughs) Um, but uh, oftentimes you would want to hire like a PR agency to help you with that, which is going to cost money. But again, you know, you're putting yourself in places where you're going to be seen. And so hopefully that would pay off. Number three is a customer referral program. And so a customer referral program doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't always have to be what people consider to be like an affiliate program for their offer. It definitely could be, though. That's a really great way to, you know, give back to your customers as a thank you for supporting and sharing your offer because they're going to get, you know, a little percentage. I would say most affiliate programs are between like 20 to 30% if they're a good like affiliate program for offers. So they're going to get like a 20 to 30% commission, which is a really great, in my opinion, a really great thank you for sharing your offer. But it's also going to help you to build your business because that person that signs on from the other person's affiliate link, they might have a few friends that they want to share it with too. And now suddenly you've reached and tapped into a whole nother audience and a whole nother community that you would never would have if you didn't have that affiliate program. But just in general, like customer referrals, like even if, for example, you do one-on-one coaching and you have like on the offboarding form, like when people are giving you like their testimonial and review, if you have a little section where it's like, hey, you know, if you loved our time together in one-on-one coaching or whatever your your program is, one-on-one program or whatever, <laughs> if you loved our time together, then, you know, drop I don't know, like two people's names and emails who you think would also benefit from this one-on-one coaching program. And so that's another really great way where you can start to reach out to those people and say, hey, you know, so-and-so referred me to you. Or you could even have the person who was your client refer them to you and then they get a certain discount or a certain, uh, you know, percentage or something, I don't know, a certain bonus for referring people to you. So just really utilizing word of mouth. And another great way to do this is by social media. So asking people to, you know, share share your posts is a great way of uh, spreading word of mouth and getting you in front of new audiences. So having that call to action to share your content or just making sure that you're creating shareable content that people want to share, even if you're not asking them to. And then you can also make sure that you're utilizing word of mouth as well by having like a little graphic that people can post on their stories to celebrate that they purchased your offer or, you know, celebrate different milestones or different goals that they've hit from being a part of your offer and then tagging you on stories on Instagram. That's a really great way for you to be, again, in front of new audiences and to build trust with their audience because they see that, you know, this this person that they're following is a part of your program, a part of your offer, and they're seeing results from this. So that's a really great way to build that trust and credibility. So just really making sure that you're not just like being grateful for and like celebrating and supporting those who support you, but also just really thinking about strategically how you can utilize, you know, the people who already know, like, and trust you to share your business and expose you to new communities and and, and new potential clients at the end of the day. Number four is building your email list, or I guess me building my email list was something that was really helpful in in terms of getting those customers for $0. And I also just 
going back to point number three, when it comes to getting customers for zero dollars, I would say that like an affiliate program where you're paying someone a percentage, to me, that's still zero dollars because you're still making money. And like them referring someone to you, you probably wouldn't have made that money if they hadn't referred them to you. So it's like, I think of it more as uh, as a bonus versus like I have to now pay them, which is then like a cost. So that's just how I view it. Obviously, I guess it technically would be an expense in your business to have like affiliate commission payouts. That being said, though, I just see it more as a bonus. But I guess if you see it in that way, then you could just totally scratch point three or you could just focus on the other things that I was talking about were, you know, creating shareable content and asking people to share or, you know, creating those graphics that people can post on their stories and things like that. That's all going to be free. Okay, now going back to number four. Building uh, an email list has really helped me with bringing in customers. And I just want to say that it is said, I don't know who said this or if this actually is true. I actually do believe this to be true, but I don't know if it actually is like statistically proven or anything like that. But it is said that email lists that are utilized strategically can bring in $1 per subscriber per month. Per month, not like per year per month, $1 per subscriber per month. So if you have 5,000 subscribers, you have the potential to have a $5,000 month just from your email list, if not more. And from my personal experience with my email list, I've been able to make way more than $1 per subscriber per month through my email list. But at a minimum, I've definitely made $1 per subscriber per month from my email list. So With all that being said, (laughs) if that alone does not get you excited about building an email list, I don't know what will, but I guess hopefully the other things that I say will. So other things that I've been able to, or I guess not been able to do, other things that I have done that have been able to bring in customers for $0 is utilizing my email list as a place to sell. I cannot even tell you how many people I've worked with who they have amazing email lists. And I'm like, in terms of like the amount of subscribers, in terms of, you know, the emails that they're sending out and the frequency of emails that they're sending out. I'm like, okay, this is amazing. How often do you sell? How often do you mention your offers? They're like, uh, never. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what, what are you even utilizing your email list for? Obviously, your email list is important to provide value. And I would say like in terms of like percentages, I would say 75% value 25% selling is like where I personally like to land and that's what I personally recommend. But still, like you want to be selling and utilizing your email list to sell. So as an example, I send out emails, valuable emails every single Thursday. So usually four times a month, I will send out a valuable email every single Thursday. Every single Thursday, it is a valuable email no matter what. But every other week on Tuesdays, I will send out a sales email. It is strictly a sales email to sell my offer. And so whether I have a launch going on or not, I'm still selling something. But then also when I do have launches that are going on, so maybe I have like a a three-day or a five-day launch of a new offer or a new program, then I'm also utilizing my email list to launch. And so sometimes I will have, you know, five to seven different technically sales emails per month but I also will always have those four valuable emails that I send out on Thursdays. And I will also make sure that I spread out launches that are like big launches in terms of emails. So that way it's not like, 
every single month I have like a huge launch in my email list and I'm just sending out a bunch of launch emails, I always make sure that I do have a balance between the amount of value that I'm sharing and the amount of sales emails that I'm sending out as well. So oftentimes too, when I'm having a launch, whether that's like a three or five or even a seven day launch, I haven't actually, I don't think I've ever done a seven day launch, but if I were to do a seven day launch, I usually take away those sales emails that I send out every other week. So like the Tuesday sales emails, I usually will take those away and just put the main focus on the launch and then those four value emails that I send out. So anyways, I've really been able to utilize my email list to sell. And now I have an email like copywriter and manager who does like all my sales emails and all of my emails and sequences and everything like that. But even before I hired her, I was still utilizing my email to sell and I still was making more than $1 per subscriber per month from my email list because I was utilizing it strategically. And I think a big part of this is that all of my emails aren't sales emails, but enough of my emails are sales emails that people are still wanting to buy. And I do think that there is a... I don't want to say that there's like a fine line there, but in my opinion, there is a balance between the amount of value that you provide in your emails and the amount that you can sell. And I mean, people will always unsubscribe, don't get me wrong, but like not have your emails, your email subscribers like unsubscribe like drastically each time you sell to them, if that makes sense. So that's just my personal opinion though. But I do believe that if you have an email list, it is important to make sure that you're selling to it, especially if you know, you have, uh, you know, five, 10,000 subscribers on your email list. I mean, that is such a big number of people to be selling to. And even if you have 500 people on your email list, still make sure you're selling to them. That being said, though, something else that's really, really important in terms of your email list is how you're getting people on your email list. So you want to have a freebie to provide that value. <laughs> Hopefully you're taking something away from this, which is the word value. Lead with value first and always. That is the the motto of this episode. But you provide that freebie as value to people. And then you have a tripwire, which is a low cost offer that you offer them if they would like to purchase it after signing up to get your freebie. And then you're going to take them through a nurture sequence, which in this nurture sequence, it's just going to be valuable emails that are basically hitting on their pain point and really providing them information and tips and tricks and again, just more free value. And then at the end of that nurture sequence, you're going to pitch them into your offer because you've you want to utilize that sequence and you want to utilize that subscriber's attention to not just provide value to them, but once you've built that trust with them because you've provided value through your nurture sequence, then you're going to present this offer, which is going to also be valuable to them. And I think that's something that's really important to mention too, is like value isn't just free. Like, yes, a lot of what I've been talking about is free value, but here's the thing too. Your offer should be valuable for your ideal client, for your ideal audience at the end of the day. And so it's a different type of value, right? It's it's a higher level type of value than a freebie inside of an email sequence, but it's still value. And that's something that's really important to recognize, especially as you're talking about these offers and the way that you're presenting them and marketing them. And especially in, in terms of like your messaging for these different offers is it's not to say that like, 
And, you know, here's this offer and it's just $50 and that's it. It's like, here's why this offer is valuable to you. You know, I provided all these tips and tricks and education, which have all, you know, obviously I wouldn't say like, which have all been free, but like in a sense, you know, it it has been free. And that's all of like this basic level. If you're really wanting to dive deeper, this is the offer for you that's going to dive deeper into all that value, you know, and give you additional value. So that is something that's really important. So again, you're leading with that freebie. Then you have the tripwire, which is that low cost offer. And then you have a nurture sequence, which is valuable emails. And then at the very end of that, you're going to be pitching them into your offer. And this is something I teach inside of List Building 101. So if you want to dive deeper into anything in terms of email list, that's what I would recommend joining in. But something that's really important with your email list specifically is something that's called, well, I, I wouldn't say just your email list specifically, but your email list definitely helps with this, which is micro commitments. And so what are micro commitments? Micro commitments, well, actually before I explain what would an example of a micro commitment would be is I just want to say that the more micro commitments that you can get someone to make in your business, the more likely they are to then make a macro commitment, which is going to be purchasing something that is more expensive. And so micro commitments would be them signing up for your email list or your freebie or whatever or both, whatever you want to call that. <laughs> or them purchasing a tripwire offer, which is that low-cost offer. Those are micro-commitments. A macro-commitment, again, is going to be that more expensive offer. So that's going to be that mid-ticket to probably high-ticket offer. So the more micro-commitments that you can get people to make, the more likely they are to make macro-commitments. And so you're really utilizing your email list to get people comfortable basically becoming your customer. Basically, you're leading them on this journey to then be like, oh, of course I want to be this person's customer. And so it's such a great way and it's such a free way, (laughs) might I add, to get people to want to be your customer and not just want to be your customer, but become a raving fan at the end of the day. All right. Number five and lastly are free classes or offers. And these are just a really great way to get people in the door. Again, these are those micro commitments, getting people signed up or registered for these free classes or offers such a great micro commitment. And then what you would do is you're going to move them into other offers. So at the end of this or, you know, throughout this, you're going to be providing value at the end. You're like, hey, if you love this free masterclass on XYZ topic, then you're going to love this other offer that I have for you. You present that other offer for them. They're going to, of course, love that other offer. They're going to want to purchase it because of the value that you provided inside of that free masterclass. And you actually see this type of structure or I guess funnel in ads a lot. So like paid advertising where you'll see this paid ad and it'll say, hey, are you needing help with XYZ? And you swipe up on the paid ad or you tap into the paid ad and it leads you to this you know, sales page where there's a free training that you can access. And then you access this free training and it's really valuable. And then at the end of that free training, they're going to pitch you into a paid offer. And so you see this oftentimes with this, I guess, funnel or this structure with paid ads, but you can actually utilize this without even having paid ads. But also in order for this to be like really successful, you need exposure, you need an audience, you need visibility for your business, which comes back to the attraction marketing that we were talking about in point number one, where if you don't have any eyes on your business, if you have literally five followers on Instagram and you post about a free class, probably, I mean, maybe two people will sign up, maybe zero people will sign up. But either way, you know, your conversions aren't going to be super high because statistically not everyone's going to, 
you know, go from the free class into your paid offer. And so you need the visibility, you need the exposure through attraction marketing to be able to utilize these other, you know, techniques that I'm teaching you and bringing in customers. Because even with building your email list, well, unless you have a website that's driving really, really great traffic, like organically through search engines to your website, which if that is the case, then that's super great. But unless you have that, then you need a place where you're going to funnel someone onto your email list. Like, how are you going to get someone onto your email list if you don't have visibility on a social media platform? And this includes Pinterest. This includes TikTok. So it doesn't just mean Instagram. This means that visibility on any of these platforms or all of these platforms, and I'm not saying you have to be on all of them, but you get my point where it's like, maybe Instagram isn't your platform. Maybe Pinterest is your platform. That's great. But like, in order for you to be able to build an email list where you can sell to people on your email list, you have to be able to drive traffic to your email list. But in order to drive traffic to your email list, you actually have to have traffic that you can drive to your email list, which needs to come from visibility and exposure on your social media accounts. So again, there's there's always deeper layers. We're talking about onions here. We're peeling off the layers. There's always a deeper layer, but same thing applies for these free classes or offers. And also for like your customer referral program, or spreading by word of mouth, or even being in places where you are seen, it's like any of these things, in order to get any of these opportunities, in order for any of these things to work, there needs to be visibility and exposure at the end of the day. Because here's the thing, if you are pitching people and you're saying, hey, I want to be a guest on your podcast, or if you're saying, hey, I want to be a guest training, what is the first thing that most people are going to do? Or at least I guess what I do um, when people pitch me to be on my podcast and when people pitch me to be inside of my offers, I'm looking at their Instagram account. And it's not to say that the first thing I look at is necessarily how many followers they have, but if there's no presence there, I'm like, hmm, why should I trust this person? You know, they're, they're not giving value and I don't understand the value that they are going to give to me by being a guest inside of my, you know, inside of my membership and inside of my podcast, because a lot of that, at least what I personally look at is the value that they provide on social media. So again, you're not going to be able to be getting opportunities like that, or even, even if you're pitching opportunities like that, you're not going to be accepted into opportunities unless you have a social media account where you are really honing in on attraction marketing. And again, customer referral program or spreading by word of mouth. If you don't have customers or if you don't have people who are joining your offers, then how are you going to be able to utilize that? You're not going to be able to utilize that, right? So you need the exposure to bring in the customers to then have the customers that you can utilize to you know gain access into their communities and into their audiences. So everything is tied back to exposure and visibility at the end of the day. And the way that you grow that visibility and exposure is through value. And then how do you, like, is it just providing value? Yes, it really truly is just providing value. Obviously, there are other factors that play into that, like building a brand and sharing you know, your story and optimizing your Instagram. Like, of course, there are other things that play into that. But really truly at the end of the day, you can provide value and consistently provide value. And that's how you're going to grow a very successful business that allows you to bring in customers with zero dollars. So ultimately, the biggest thing for gaining customers with zero dollars is your social media. So my question to you is, are you treating your social media as if it is a business storefront like it's a brick and mortar store. Like ask yourself that. Am I treating my business as if it is a brick and mortar store? How can I treat my business like a brick and mortar store? Well, how do I, you know, have that open sign, like neon open sign that you see inside of like brick and mortar stores? How do I keep that open neon sign on 
in my social media business and my online business? Well, it's by showing up. It's by being consistent. If you don't show up on social media, like think of it in this way where it's like that open sign for your store in the online space. The way to keep that open sign on is by you showing up and providing value. So are you doing that at the end of the day? Are you treating your business like a true business or are you treating it like a hobby at the end of the day? So just some things to think about, but I hope this was helpful in terms of really asking yourself and and really understanding how you end up getting customers with zero. I don't want to say end up because no one ends up like you're not just going to like randomly end up getting customers with zero dollars. It takes strategy. But I hope that this really helped you to understand the strategy and the background behind building a business where you can scale to multiple six figures, if not multiple seven figures and have zero ad spend at the end of the day. If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at MayaNicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.